What is up, Stu? Studying. Episode number 185 of the study session here on Monday, a Victory Monday, December 20th, 2021. I am your grateful host, Jeremy Rich, as always. Deeply appreciative to be here with you today, wherever you may be in this beautiful black and gold world. Steelers coming off a 19-13 victory over the Tennessee Titans. A very good football team despite the absence of Derrick Henry. And what is a big win for the Steelers, keeping their playoff hopes alive, however some they may be, and they live to fight another week. But again, my gratitude to you for taking the time out to listen to today's session. I truly am appreciative of that. Please continue to share my work with your family and friends. It does mean the world to me. I would love to connect with you. You can drop me a line one of three ways. You can either comment directly on the site, on the comments section of the articles. You can drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Drop me a line there. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which I get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Basically, you designed that show, so I always look forward to that, and we'll get into that this coming weekend. And also, too, check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We're actually going to be recording our new episode Tuesday morning. That's tomorrow, 5 a.m. Not fun waking up early for that, but it's fun talking with Jim who is super insightful and knowledgeable about the Steelers having covered the team since 1995. So check that out. It's linked in the show notes. And so here we go. The Steelers are on the winning end of a big AFC matchup against the Titans yesterday at 1 p.m. And there's a lot to complain about. There's a lot to be dissatisfied about. There's a lot to be pessimistic about from that win. But let's at least start with the positives. And one of the themes that I was impressing upon last week, and that was the elevation of the leaders of this team stepping up and having big games. And they did that, at least defensively. Minka Fitzpatrick seemingly was in on every tackle, which is not a good indicator for your defensive line and linebackers when your safety is having to come up and make stops in the running game. But he was sound. He had a fumble recovery and really showed steadiness on the defensive side of the ball with his fundamentals and overall leadership. Cameron Hayward was unblockable once again. Hayward is having an all-pro season. He's dominant at his defensive position. And he was was physical yesterday. He was laying the wood. He was driving offensive linemen back into the backfield. He was in on a sack there with T.J. Watt. Just outstanding. T.J. Watt, once again... Another solid day, one and a half sacks. He's got 17 and a half now on the season. He broke James Harrison's single season sack record of 16. 
And now we'll have to see if he is able to eclipse 20 sacks and pursue that 22.5, which is the league record. It's going to be difficult to do over three games, but if there's anybody who could do it, it's TJ. But he had another big game, high-quality performance, and then to round out that defensive group of leaders there, Joe Hayden, a guy that I talked about coming back, and man, not only did he have the fumble recovery, it looked like an interception, but his stop on fourth down, tackling the opponent short of the first down marker was just outstanding. And again, those four guys, you link all their performances together, they really made it so this team could overcome another poor outing from the rush defense for whatever reasons your defensive linemen not named Cameron Hayward or having difficulty with their gap integrity the inside linebackers are having difficulty flowing to the run getting off blocks 200 yards given up again but these four guys Hayward Watt Hayden and Fitzpatrick really kept this team alive. Defensively, too, they also produced four turnovers, which had it not been for those turnovers, the Steelers probably would not have won this contest because off of those turnovers, they created nothing better than a field goal, which is not going to cut it. Or... We've been saying that all season, that their performance isn't going to cut it, but they somehow are finding ways to get it done. Joe Schobert with a nice interception yesterday. Decent returns. Good to see him make a play. He had a nice pressure on Ryan Tannehill. Derek Tuska had a pressure sack fumble. It's good to see him get his first sack of his career. Devin Bush, eh. And even going back to Schubert, I wouldn't even say he was great in stopping the run despite his nice interception. So definitely more is needed from the defense. But if you're looking at the unit that played better, it was the defense despite giving up all those rushing yards because the offense was just absolutely awful. I mean, I don't even know how you characterize the offense. Najee Harris, 18 yards rushing on 12 carries. And he seemed to be running laterally a lot yesterday instead of committing and running north and south. He looked hesitant and tentative, not sure what was going on there. Yes, I know that there's not a lot of daylight for him to run to, but... He's not going to find holes dancing back there. So would like to see more commitment from him in the run. He looked visibly frustrated and despondent on the sidelines there late in the game. He's not used to having these types of performances. And if the Steelers are going to make a push at winning the AFC North, he has to produce better than what he did yesterday. And you can't put it all on the offensive line. 
He didn't create yesterday, even some of the receptions that he had. I would say that that was probably Harris's worst game as a Steeler. So hopefully there's nowhere for him to go but up. The offensive line in general, not a great push. Just looks disconnected like there's no continuity. At some point, this coaching staff is going to have to mix it up in terms of the starters they have out there. At what point do you give Zach Banner a helmet to see if he can engender engender any type of improvement from this offense? At what point do you put J.C. Hassenauer in there and sit Kendrick Green down? At some point, you need to try something different because it's repetitive. It's the same thing. It's similar, if not worse, result. That result was awful in comparison to what occurred against the Vikings. And where the hell was the no huddle yesterday? I think I saw it once, if even that. So really not much to talk about offensively. Just an ugly, ugly game. But be reminded that Tennessee has a stout defense. They're the number two rushing defense in the league, so can explain a bit why it was so difficult for Harris to find any traction. But if this team is going to make the postseason, they're going to have to be able to produce against top defenses. This won't cut it. And then Presley Harvin had another just bad outing punting the football. Makes you have to wonder if he's going to be their punter next weekend in Kansas City because you can't be having shank punts of 27 yards and be setting up the opposing offense in good position because it just generally hurts the overall team. But here's what you could say about this Steelers team. They find a way to win. It's not pretty. But you know what? It doesn't have to be to win. And I was thinking about that concept earlier today. We get enamored with statistics and big plays and dominance and I guess you could call it sexy winning. But is it possible... And this is what I was contemplating. Is it possible that a team can win ugly consistently and make a push in the postseason? Is it possible? Yes. And in our world where we are enticed and engaged by the shiny new object or the the splashy big plays dominant performances do we maybe misjudge football teams or are we over biased towards those shiny teams and do we maybe underestimate the grittiness of teams like the Steelers again it's not pretty but they're finding a way to win And if you could do that in every game and it results in the win, 
does it really matter how you get there? Because at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is if you get the W. And Tomlin always points out style points don't matter. That's a concept I'm going to be digging into as we go through this week. And studying. That is it. That is the end, the conclusion of episode number 185 of the study session. I hope you have a marvelous, magnificent week. It's Christmas week. Oh, yeah. Hope you get festive and celebratory with your family. Hope you have a great one. I'll be catching you back here tomorrow. Make sure you check out the new podcast with Jim over on his site. And in the meantime, in between time, have a great rest of your week. Love you guys. Peace.